0: Did you know you can join the same podcast network trusted by superstars like Mark Marin and Anna Ferris? That's right. If you want to join the best of the best in podcasting, join or switch your podcast to Acast in just a matter of minutes. We've got the best tools to create, grow, and make money from your show. And that's why more than 92,000 shows love Acast. Join Acast with a three-month free trial to our paid plan using the code JOIN. Just visit go.acast.com slash join. Acast, we're the home of podcasting.
1: Welcome back to the Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern and today is Friday, June fifth, twenty twenty. Today's poem is by Nikki Giovanni, an American poet who was born in nineteen forty-three. She is a commentator, activist, and has won numerous uh, awards, including the Langston Hughes Medal and the NAACP Image Award. Uh, she's highly decorated, uh, quite popular. One is certainly one of the best known of uh, all African American poets. And the poem that I'm going to read today is called "Rosa Parks." As I said yesterday, given the given the circumstances in our country right now, given the tragic events that led to the to the protests all across the country, I wanted to share some poems. Some well-known poems, in many cases, by some of our uh, most highly regarded uh, African-American poets. And so today, I did want to share this one from Nikki Giovanni. It's called Rosa Parks. It's a bit of a narrative poem, a prose poem. Um, But I'll read it uh, just the one time, and then that'll be it. I'm going to keep my comments to, uh, to a minimum this week. So this is Rosa Parks by Nikki Giovanni. This is for the Pullman porters who organized when people said they couldn't and carried the Pittsburgh Courier and the Chicago Defender to the black Americans in the South so they would know they were not alone. This is for the Pullman porters who helped Thurgood Marshall go South and come back North to fight the fight that resulted in Brown versus Board of Education because even though Kansas is West, and even though Topeka is the birthplace of Gwendolyn Brooks, who wrote the powerful The Chicago Defender *The Man a Little Rock, it was the Pullman Porters who whispered to the traveling men, both the blues men and the race men, so that they would both know what was going on. This is for the Pullman Porters, who smiled as if they were happy and laughed like they were tickled when some folks were around, and who silently rejoiced in 1954 when the Supreme Court announced its 9-0 decision, that separate is inherently unequal. This is for the Pullman porters who smiled and welcomed a 14-year-old boy onto their train in 1955. They noticed his slight limp that he tried to disguise with a doo-wop walk. They noticed his stutter and probably understood why his mother wanted him out of Chicago during the summer when school was out. 14 year old black boys with limps and stutters are apt to try to prove themselves in dangerous ways when mothers aren't around to look after them. "'So this is for the Pullman porters who looked over that fourteen-year-old while the train rolled the reverse of the Blues Highway from Chicago to St. Louis to Memphis to Mississippi. "'This is for the men who kept him safe. "'And if Emmett Till had been able to stay on a train all summer, he would have grown maybe a bit of a paunch, certainly lost his hair.' probably have worn bifocals and bounced his grandchildren on his knee telling them about his summer riding the rails. But he had to get off the train and ended up in Money, Mississippi and was horribly, brutally, inexcusably and unacceptably murdered. This is for the Pullman porters who, when the sheriff was trying to get the body secretly buried, got Emmett's body on the northbound train, got his body home to Chicago... Where his mother said, I want the world to see what they did to my boy. And this is for all the mothers who cried, and this is for all the people who said never again. And this is about Rosa Parks, whose feet were not so tired it had been after all an ordinary day until the bus driver gave her the opportunity to make history. This is about Mrs. Rosa Parks from Tuskegee, Alabama, who was also the field secretary of the NAACP. This is about the moment Rosa Parks shouldered her cross, put her worldly goods aside, was willing to sacrifice her life so that the young man in Money, Mississippi, who had been so well protected by the Pullman Porters, would not have died in vain. When Mrs. Parks said no, a passionate movement was begun. No longer would there be a reliance on the law. There was a higher law. When Mrs. Parks brought that light of hers to expose the evil of the system, the sun came and rested on her shoulders, bringing the heat and the light of truth. Others would follow Mrs. Parks. Four young men in Greensboro, North Carolina, would also say no. Great voices would be raised, singing the praises of God and exhorting us to forgive those who trespass against us. But it was the Pullman Porters who safely got Emmett to his grand-uncle, and it was Mrs. Rosa Parks who could not stand that death. And in not being able to stand it, she sat back down. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll be back on Monday with another poem for you.
0: Hey, listener do you have a story to tell just like the podcast you're listening to now with Acast, it couldn't be easier to start a podcast we have all the essential tools you need from recording and editing audio to sharing and promoting your show you can even make money from your podcast all in one place basically we handle all the boring stuff so you can focus on having fun and creating exactly what you want to share with the world Get started with a three-month trial of our paid plan using the promo, Start. Just visit go.acast.com start.